the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv ripping, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to The Funniest People I Know. I'm George Kaloris, and here with me today are my fabulous and funny co-hosts, Alexandria Sweat. Hello. And Abigail Williams. Hey, everybody. It's good to see you guys. How was your Thanksgiving? I had a great Thanksgiving. Lots of food, lots of nothing. My favorite. Each week, we kick off the episode with a round of What's Making You Laugh. We're each going to share a story and then pick one to dive into. Alex, what's making you laugh this week? Have you guys heard about the new Omarion variant of COVID-19? Yes, I have. And I said Omarion, not Omicron. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, no, okay, oh, yeah. No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's what's making me laugh this week. What about uh-huh. you? I'm laughing this week at Weed Pizza. Hmm. I'm intrigued. I'm laughing this week at the flock of turkeys that tried to kill me on Thanksgiving. <laughs> What? Oh, my gosh. That's all I got, though. All I want to say is I'm glad that you're still with us. Right. <laughs> Why are you being attacked by... Ter- oh, gosh. Okay. I was like, fair enough. But I think, for me, I want to hear about this Omarion... Yeah, me too. ...variant. Is that... Is, did I say that correctly? <laughs> you did. Okay, You great. did. Black Twitter has struck again. Audience, if you guys aren't familiar, Twitter is just Twitter, and Black people have affectionately called Black people going on Twitter Black Twitter as though it's its own app or own software system, but it's not. It's just Black people on Twitter having discussions. But recently, (laughs) the discussion came up about the Omicron variant of COVID-19, which we are, or of COVID, I'm not sure it's of COVID-19, because I guess it's another strand but we've been discussing this. Oh, God, is it COVID-21 now? It's I can't like keep up with it all. COVID-2039. Like, I don't even know who she is anymore. But Did only- we ever know her? <laughs> we never knew her. But I know the only thing that has gotten me through this is laughter. And Black Twitter was nothing but full of laughter this past week when they renamed this variant the Omarion variant. That's right. They named it after beloved R&B pop singer Omarion. That's right. The one who has hits with Bow Wow. You know, he had an icebox where your heart used to be. Oh, my gosh. So Black Twitter took to the Internet with nothing but memes and threads um, detailing how the new Omarion variant is now coming (laughs) for us. They said there is an icebox where your health used to be. (laughs) There is a particular dance that Omarion is known for that became very popular, the Omarion Challenge, because he just did the Millennium Tour, where they brought back all the famous Bow Wow and Soldier Boy and put them all on a tour. I think Ashanti was even on this tour. Ashanti, Um, I love it. Yes. They said that And I'm sorry, I understand some people cannot get vaccinated for health reasons, but they said that if you do not get vaccinated, you will be doing the Omarion Challenge. 
They said also, if you do the Omarion challenge three times fast in the mirror, you can <laughs> avoid getting the Omarion variant. Like, they, <laughs> they just went ham, cheese, and burger this weekend. I highly recommend looking up the Omarion variant or look up Omarion trending on Twitter because you will just fall over with laughs. I'm Look. thinking about getting back on Twitter just to see this. <laughs> like That's really funny. I bet he was have... wondering why his mentions were out of control. Yeah, he's like, too. guys, I have 5,000 notifications <laughs> right now, and it's only been 10 minutes. What's going like, on? Can you imagine seeing your name trending because they renamed the new COVID variant? <laughs> it's probably the best thing to happen to him all year. I don't know if I would be mortified or excited. I feel like I would be excited and also not. Is that like a new level of fame and yeah, adoration? Totally. We love you so much that we're naming Renewing the variant after you? <laughs> That's either a compliment or a curse, but I guess time will tell for us here with Marion. It is ridiculous. It is quite literally the funniest thing that I have seen probably ever. Seriously, it's just absolutely silly. Finding humor in this pandemonium is what helped me get through this thing. Because the way I've been chuckling at y'all calling it the damn Omarion variant, and it's like a picture of Tracy Ellis Ross looking evil, laughing. (laughs) I think I might be on the brink of cancellation because I accidentally said Omarion. You know, I was going to let it slide, slide, Alex. I knew it the second I said it, I was like, I I have to quit the show. I just can't keep going. I was about to protest you. Uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> it was an accident. I knew I made it, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Thank you and good night. I know we're probably all over this panasonic panic at the disco or whatever we're calling it at this point. So anything that can make us laugh through all of this. We got to take it. We got to yeah, take it. I'm getting my booster tomorrow. I'm going to be boosted up and laughing at these Omarion variant memes. <laughs> Yeah, don't get that Omarion variant. I don't, I don't want it. But I might hit the dance really cute. Get the Omarion variant. <laughs> the Omarion. It's probably like, it's probably not as harsh as the Omarion. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> We are officially into the holiday season, and I am a sucker for holiday-themed games, and so here we are. Today, we're going to play a Christmas round of 7-Up. Awesome. You guys ready? This is in honor of George, because he loves 7-Up. I love 7-Up. I thought, I think he'll appreciate this. Yeah, right. The drink is disgusting. (gasps) It's like, it's like this conversation. Do you guys remember (laughs) the drink Surge? Yes. Surge. I always wonder. I feel that there are people who either like Surge but not 7-Up or the opposite. But that's a whole other topic. I'm definitely team Surge over (laughs) 7-Up. Maybe there's a versus battle here. Okay. (laughs) 7-Up Christmas edition or holiday edition. Some of these are not Christmas specific because there are so many holidays being celebrated this month. If you don't know, 7-Up is a game where we take seven statements and we rank them from best to worst. One being the best, seven being the worst. I'm interested to see how some of these Christmas statements hit you guys in the feels, (laughs) if we're going in a positive direction or a negative. We'll start off with something that could be a controversial topic. We're going to start with visiting family 
on Christmas or insert your holiday here. Visiting family on holiday. Are we talking good? Are we talking mm. bad? I like visiting family on yeah. Christmas. I'm putting that close to the top. That's that's like one or two. That's okay. nice. Yeah, I, right now it's at the top. The only thing that makes it suck is trying to visit so many people or splitting between multiple homes. Oh, no, I'm not into that. One but place. That's it. One visit. It's still in the top right now. All right. I thought this may have gone in a different direction, so I'm pretty optimistic about where this could go. Okay, okay. number two, holiday drinks added to menus. Think Starbucks, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, holiday milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Are we into it or are we not into it? Heck yeah. Ew. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not here for the peppermint-flavored milkshake. I just saw a whole comment section going up for the peppermint milkshake at Chick-fil-A. They were like, it is the best thing ever. I've never had it, but I do like when Starbucks brings back your pumpkin spice latte. Does that count for the holidays? Is fall technically? No, we're not bringing fall into this. We're only bringing Christmas dash December holidays into here. Mm, Well, isn't that a white mocha chocolate thing that they bring back? with? They have a peppermint mocha, which is delicious. I'll say I'm here for that. They have the caramel brulee latte, which I f- love. <laughs> I don't go to Starbucks, but I will go to Starbucks in December for those. With Unreal. that said, the rest of the holiday is my ass. That's I how I feel, George. It's like if we're talking just Starbucks, I'm here for it. I do actually like theirs, but everybody else's, I'm like, this is trash. I don't want this. Except the ones at my bar. They're amazing. But everyone yeah, that's else, different. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Completely different. Okay, um, so where are we ranking this? Yeah. Well, Alex likes them, and I really like that one latte. So I'd say below family on Christmas. How about you, Alex? Oh, because family sometimes, they're not as sweet as, like, It depends on the family. You- I know. Uh, but there's free food with family, so free food is always going to trump me having to pay for a holiday beverage. Fair. So. Okay, so right now we're keeping it at a two or a three. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, third thing, holiday traffic. Oh, it's definitely towards the bottom. Probably not the worst thing you're going to come up with, but as close to the bottom as we're going to (laughs) get. It's definitely not as lovely as holiday beverage or being with my family. So I'll put it underneath that, but I'm not sure if it'll be at the bottom just yet. Here's what's tricky about (laughs) holiday traffic. It's positive in that when school stuff dies down, I can actually get out of my neighborhood in the morning. But when mm-hmm. I'm trying to go to the mall for pizza, when everybody else wants to go there to go shopping, that drives or me crazy. Drive by the exit. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Long, I don't need to go to the mall, but I certainly need to do something in this vicinity. Mm-hmm. And it's right. going to take and me an extra 45 minutes. Suck, ain't going to happen. Yeah. So it's tricky because I like the lightness in the mornings and I can't stand trying to get past the mall. I got stuck in the worst traffic on the way up to Louisville. I don't know why I thought the Wednesday before Thanksgiving would be fine. <laughs> I 
worst travel day <laughs> yes, of the I year? Am. I'm going to leave at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday before Thanksgiving. It's going to be amazing. And it wasn't. It could have been worse. It wasn't the worst traffic I've been in on my way home, but I definitely was surprised. That was pretty crappy. And then George reminded me, I forgot all about the exit backup. Oh my God. When you like five exits away, you're like, why am I stuck right here? Nobody wow. gets off here. And then you finally get up to the mall exit. And you're like, oh, everybody's shopping today. Was there a sale? Are they giving away samples? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of oh where we're God. all in. So just give me a number. Uh, let's say six for now. Okay, six. Yeah. Alex, I like six. Six, six is solid. Okay, next, the ever controversial eggnog. How do we feel I about eggnog? I like eggnog. <gasps> it is so tasty. Honestly, I put eggnog above the Christmas beverages. And then if you mix some wow. Southern Comfort wow. with it, now you're having a good time. I don't know what to say to that. Because to me, eggnog tastes like Pepto-Bismol that meets a holiday. But that's where I'm going to You shut your mouth. No. Oh, it's all thick and it's like custard. Right, exactly. It's thick. If it was pink, we'd all feel differently. No. George? No. George, where are you at? I don't give a f*** about eggnog. What? I don't hate it. It doesn't exist in my world. One, Greek people don't drink eggnog. Really? So it never really? shows up at Christmas. So it doesn't offend me because I think I've had it twice. I was like, no, that's not for me. So I'll put it in the middle. I don't really care. We'll see where other things are, but I don't have enough of an opinion on it. It kind of doesn't exist in my world. Like, it's like a Kardashian. Oh, no, you didn't. What you will not do is compare my beloved eggnog to any of the Kardashian family. Oh, my. It's a good thing we're recording in separate locations because I think Alex might have come at George after that. (laughs) Like... Oh, my God. We should for sure move on for the safety and health of all hosts involved Mm. here. Let's go to the less controversial Christmas lights. Okay. For Mm. some people, it's an endearing thing. For me, it's at the top because I love Christmas lights. Not the very top, but it's near the top. But some people hate this crap. Okay, Abigail, does this involve... Hanging the Christmas lights. Because Ooh, that, that is part, a great, yeah, no, that's a great no, distinction, but it does not that. involve that. It's just okay. a drive-by. Just oh, enjoy it. okay. Or it's the top for me. I might like Christmas lights more than my family. <laughs> I think I might too. <laughs> <laughs> I see my family all the time, but Christmas lights one yeah, so month out of the year. And then the right. worst thing about January is that, is that you get winter without the Christmas lights. When I tell you I meditate and ponder on this every day of December, Mm. I mean that. And I leave my lights up a little bit longer. I take down the Christmas-looking ones, and I leave lights up. These lights are meant to make us happy when it's so dark outside. I never even thought about it This needs to be a thing. It's going to go family, eggnog, Christmas lights, holiday drink, holiday traffic. I could negotiate lights under family but not under eggnog i really love eggnog <laughs> okay all right let's keep going we have two left putting reindeer paraphernalia on vehicles oh people do that <laughs> what do you mean people do that i saw four reindeers on a minivan on november 27th two days after like, thanksgiving antlers? These people are so- they put oh, like yeah. antlers and a big red nose on the yes, front yeah no. nose. stupid you can put that after the traffic. <laughs> that that's yeah, stupid. Yeah. I would rather those people decorate their car than I sit in traffic. Wow, because above traffic for me. All right, 
People who decorate the inside of their cars with battery-powered Christmas lights, adorable. That's fun. I love it. It's a little early for Christmas lights in the car. I think that's a post-December 15th kind of activity. Right. We're almost there. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. Why do we need Christmas? No, this is unnecessary. (laughs) I had a friend who tried to get real deer antlers to put on the front of her car as a troll. No, no. No, as a troll for people who did this. And it was the best thing in my life when I saw her rolling up with real deer antlers on the grill of her car. (laughs) Last but not least, the ever-controversial as well as eggnog, Holiday work parties. Do we love them? Do we hate them? George, I picked this out specifically for you because as the boss, you have to throw these things, right? Tell the truth about it. I want them to be good. But <laughs> this no is a one seven for him seems to like being there. I go above and beyond and we play games and stuff and I watch the board look in their eye. They make me very uncomfortable because I feel like I'm trying really hard and yeah. I'm like a 13-year-old whose dad paid people to go to his birthday party. George, I'm hurting just hearing you say that. (laughs) With that said, I prefer them to people who put antlers on their cars. And holiday traffic? I would much rather go to a company party than sit in holiday traffic. That's fair. Alex? This is easily going after the holiday traffic, but before the reindeer decorations on your car. Sandwiched in between. At least if I'm in my car stuck in traffic, there is a level of me time. I can put on a podcast, maybe make a phone call. I don't know. I will figure out how to utilize that time. When you are at these company Christmas parties, you have to eat food that you don't know whose cat has laid in these chips. Whoa. We cater our parties, just for clarity. I didn't know we were talking about a potluck, but I also don't mind potlucks in a small town church. There's potlucks every day. Uh, I'm used to that. I'm food safety certified, and I'm very uncomfortable with potlucks. Okay. (sighs) Let's summarize. Let's Mm -hmm. wrap this up. Number one, visiting family on Christmas. Is Mm -hmm. that true for both of you? Yes, for me. I put Christmas lights at the top. Okay. Christmas lights for George to his family. Yeah, we got to just go. Luckily, they don't listen. Same with your coworkers, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) George's Christmas lights, Alex's. Visiting family on Christmas. Yeah. Alex, what was your number two? Was Christmas lights. Okay, so they're just switched on that. Yeah. Okay, right. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. (laughs) Then for Alex, we have eggnog. Yes. George doesn't give a F about eggnog. Creme brulee. I can't even know the name. A caramel brulee brulee latte. (laughs) Okay, holiday drinks for George there. Eggnog for Alex there. Number four. I go back to the holiday drinks for my number four. I feel like George went back to eggnog for number four. I feel like you did too, I think eggnog goes to number four. Unreal. You guys are nuts. What we have left after that is traffic, work parties, and reindeer paraphernalia. I'm not clear on you guys' answers on that. It's work party, reindeer, traffic. Alex? It is traffic, work party, reindeer. Wow. (laughs) You're crazy. I just love that these reindeer are really irking you. That's great. I don't need that type of distraction in Atlanta traffic. (laughs) This is my challenge to you. Be on the lookout. Start counting how many reindeer you see out there. Report back to us next week, will you? I will. Okay. I'm on a mission. All right. Well, this has been a round of 7-Up. Thank you guys for playing. Holiday Christmas edition. I had a great time. Hope you did, too. In a bus down the boulevard and the people greeted back. Mm. But I see so I had to stand with a burger in the back. It was melting like a locker room. There was junk all over the floor. Rarity 
I've wanted to talk to you about this since I saw this article right after the World Series. And I'm going to read you a headline. Okay. Okay. PETA asks Major League Baseball to change the name of bullpen to arm barn. What? What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> arm barn? That's terrible. It's terrible. That's it's terrible. Absolutely. Because crap. of the bull? Oh, yes. no, oh, Peter. It's no. Garbage. Oh, no. <laughs> garbage. It's offensive to bulls. I'm offended to arms that don't right. belong in barns. I'm offended so. at audacity because, no, <laughs> Peter. We are really taking it too far. Like, that is just oh. embarrassingly too far. Sorry. I'm sorry, George. You're with me. You're with me. Do you remember when Demi Lovato came out a few weeks ago and they said we should no longer use the word alien, but it should call them ETs because the word alien is offensive to extraterrestrials? And it's ah, like, stop. Hmm, how do I you can't. Know? How would you know? What are you doing? Exactly. exactly. They, you you speak on behalf of them. they don't care about you. Uh, what are you saying? <laughs> We have uh, bigger fish does, to does fry, she, literally. Does she know that aliens is also a word used to describe foreigners? It feels as if she doesn't well. understand the definition. <laughs> In that vein, PETA says, bullpen refers to the area of a bull's pen where bulls are held before they're slaughtered. It Unreal. is a word with speciesist roots, and we can do better. Speciesist. Oh, Unreal. No. George, you're bringing us full circle. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I'm not do- Not today, Satan. Let's liberate the language we use in baseball. Switching to arm barn would be a home run. Arm barn. Baseball. Let me say it. Switch to arm barn. It's <laughs> terrible. I'm embarrassed on their behalf. Abigail, you've made fun of me a lot for using the word speciesist in the past. Yes, I certainly have. And that's where this all comes full circle, because I got that word from one of my favorite things I've ever seen on YouTube. It's a song called The Vegan Rap. Are you familiar with this? No. No? Okay, this, this is not new. This is at least five years old. I'm going to share this with you. Listeners, I don't know what to tell you. On screen, there are two white, middle-aged, on their way to elderly people. Yeah, they're <laughs> so, people. Uh, it's a man and a woman sitting there what looks to be gripping their chair, but I can't really describe it without <laughs> fear of cancellation, George, <laughs> so you're going to have to do your best work. They're both wearing shirts that say vegan. Yep. They're in front of a backdrop, and there's some fake trees on either side of them. gain weight from too much chow, I will never call you a cow. I respect you and cows. Don't use cow as an insult. If you eat every single fig, I will never call you a pig. I respect you and pigs. Don't use pig as an insult. Animals are innocent. Baby speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for a human. Animals are innocent. Don't be speciesist. Never use the name of an animal as an insult for a human. That's that's not the stupidest thing you've ever seen. It is offensively stupid. (laughs) Shout out to these two for going at it. We're going to start with what's good about this, okay? Okay. And they went for it. And that is something. They're bringing awareness for the vegan community. Love it. 
But we did not need this. This takes the vegan community to an awful place. This is like those horrible Christians who go out and do these terrible things. And it's like, why are you representing me right now? Or like these awful, insane people on the far ends of political spectrums who just bring everybody down. Why are you out here? Who asked you to make this video? We don't want you here. Hashtag not all vegans. Not all vegans (laughs) like this. No, it's so funny that you mentioned those Christian groups that do stuff like this. Listening to this rap reminded me of a rap I heard in college. It was a Christian group. It's always someone who cannot rap, cannot, not even enough to save your life. It's bad. The cadence is off. Why is it always so corny? It's so embarrassing. It's almost like, do we even need to acknowledge how bad this is? It makes me think of Barney, the buppity bup. That's what I think of every time I see stuff like that. (laughs) No, it's super cringe and awkward and uncomfortable and hilarious. And also vegans, I guess, don't eat animals or animal byproducts or wear fur or leather or speak ill of animals. I didn't realize that. Oh, wow. Like, we were taking it to really hard. I'm just going to get into a bad place here. People like this are why people don't like vegans. And I like vegans. (laughs) This is why people don't like vegans. Wait, what? You're telling me, you're telling me that I can't say bullpen because that's offensive. Or that I can't say you're acting like a pig when everybody knows that pigs will eat a lot and they will literally eat trash. What are we talking about? Why is this not okay? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know about Abigail and that vegan hate, but what I will say. I don't hate vegans. <laughs> I do not hate vegans. But, no, I'm just but people don't like them because of this bull crap. Am Abby, I right? I, I feel what you're Oh, excuse you, me. Hold on. <laughs> you did. You said bull. Because of this malarkey, okay? We have other words. No, I don't want to be that person to be like, animals don't have feelings. Because I have a cat, and I know somebody goes through things. That's not what this is. These people are getting in your head. We can love animals and not love this bullshit. That's where I'm at. Vegans already got to go through enough. They already eaten the bare minimum. And you mean to tell me they also got to think about how the hell they spoke about an animal? Did they honor it? No shade, but that's a lot of energy. There's just so many things. We got Omerion variants out here now. Mm-hmm. We have dances we need to learn to avoid it. It just seems like so much brain space to remember. Not only am I eating tofurkey today, but I also must not speak ill of the pigeon that shit on my car. <laughs> I will speak ill of that pigeon. <laughs> Wow, George, I am glad that you shared this because it's given me some real insight to why you say speciesist all the time. I think and, it's so um, funny. It's an inside joke with myself. I like that about <laughs> it. I'm hearing now your speciesist reason, and I get it now. I really do. I do, too. I support the movement. Listeners, if there are any of you that are vegans, can you guys write us in and let us know how you are speaking about animals? I just want to know <laughs> what type of conversations are you having? Because I want to know, are That's you really putting forth that effort? Are you only just trying to make sure you stick to the dietary restrictions? Because that is a lot. Y'all can't eat dairy. And that is cheese, ice cream, chocolate. There are so many things that you guys are cutting out that I honor you all. I admire the strength. But you're also speaking well about animals all the time. (laughs) Animals you don't even know. 
I need to know. <laughs> Listeners. Animals you don't even know. You can only advocate for souls <laughs> and, and beings <laughs> that you know. I don't care about anyone being oppressed that I don't know because I don't I'm just, know. I'm just saying, when it comes to animals, they ain't <laughs> And when it comes to an animal I don't know, it's me against them. Mm. Oh my God, this sounds mm. awful. Peter, don't come for me. I Peter just have will concern. come for you, Alex. That's they what we are. know for sure. They're going to come at you with a brand new rap song. So you just get ready. <laughs> Vegan listeners, let me know your conversations about animals. I want to know how this goes. Thank you. <laughs> We've got a scene from a song for you this week. This is a really popular segment. It's where I try to imagine the scene behind a popular song. I love this bit that we do. George, in my opinion, is a genius at pulling out some really (laughs) hilarious, stupid crap that comes from lyrics that I would never have thought about before. I agree. I've often thought about how dumb some lyrics can be, but putting them into a scene really puts that into perspective. I've been thinking about Adele lately because she just released a new album. It was number one. She's real proud of it, and I'm happy for her fans who are so excited. But I thought of the last album that came out and that hit song, Hello. Yes. I've always thought this is an interesting song because it's like she's having a one-sided conversation. And so I just imagined what the other side might have looked like if she was calling her accountant. (laughs) Her accountant. That's so (laughs) random. I love it. This is scene from a song, Hello. Hello? Hello? Look who finally decided to call me back. It's me. Yeah, I know Adele. I have caller ID. I was wondering if, after all these years, you'd like to meet. I sure would. We needed to have you review and sign these forms since 2018. They say that time's supposed to heal you, but I ain't done much healing. I can't help you there. I'm a CPA, not a doctor. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? Adele? Can you hear me now? I'm in California, dreaming about who we used to be when we were younger and free. Oh, yeah? (laughs) California, you say. Must be nice this time of year. I got an aunt outside of Sacramento. There's such a difference between us. (laughs) And like a million miles. Hello from the other side. Other side? You mean coast? I must have called a thousand times. Really? I don't have one missed call from you. To tell you that I'm sorry for everything that I've done. Uh, Well, thank you. I mean, that's not necessary. We just need to... But when I call, you never seem to be home. Home? Adele, honey, it's 2021. No one has a home phone anymore. At least I can say that I've tried to tell you. I'm sorry for breaking your heart. I'm not brokenhearted, Adele. It's just been pretty nerve-wracking sitting here with your unfiled tax returns for three years. You know, you're going to owe the IRS a ton of money and interest. It clearly doesn't tear you apart. I'm just your accountant, Adele. It's your responsibility to pay these back taxes. Hello? Okay, don't play like you've got bad service again. I know they've got 5G in Cali. (laughs) 
It's so typical of me to talk about myself. Sure is. Did you ever make it out of that town where nothing ever happened? Yeah, we're still in Atlanta. Mm. It's no secret that both of us are running out of time. Oh my god. Is that why you finally called? You're dying? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I'm dying. I'm a CPA. I'm not a doctor, okay? (laughs) That's great, George. Don't be calling me with your death problems. Yes. Abigail, I totally agree with you. These parody make a scene of song lyrics are literally my fave Georgism. This is like... It gets, Georgism. In, it gets in your brain in a way. I feel like I see something. Only George would think of the accountant on the other end of this phone call. Right. Not the lover, not a family member, no one personal. It's like your accountant. <laughs> I love that. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yes. It was the part where she says, after all these years, I've called to settle things. And I kept imagining that term used in like a professional setting, you know, you have to settle things after someone dies. You have to settle, oh, yeah. will, you have to settle your <laughs> yeah. taxes. Yeah. It just was such a weird term for her to use for what she was talking about. And so <laughs> I was like, well, who is she calling to settle things with? The accountant really makes a lot of sense. I also think, <laughs> what do people do when they're settling? Don't you call your lawyer to make up your will? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> settling it. Oh, that's great, George. Yes. Thank you for doing that. You're very welcome. <laughs> We should insert the applause here. Oh, okay. Say something nice so I can applaud. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> George, I just want to thank you for taking the time to write this because I really enjoy these. Yes. Fabulous. Fabuloso. Oh, my. Okay. America, we're taking it up a notch. <laughs> George has brought his own applause section. Right? Right? <laughs> I got my own sound effects now. We're getting fancy. I love it. This has been another episode of Funniest People I Know. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to producer Jane Boynton, who edits the show. Thank you, Jane. Thanks, Jane. If you enjoy the show, please like, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. We'd especially love to hear from vegans. (laughs) or not I guess it depends on what you have to say you have any hate mail for Abigail you can send that to the funniest people I know (laughs) it's okay it's vegan hate mail what are they going to do they're going to rap at me (laughs) (laughs) that's a terrible closing (laughs) just laugh at it and then let's say well there you have it there you have it have a hilarious week (laughs) All right. see you next time bye (laughs) 